Paradox, Episode 9, Gone Rogue. <laughs> Mannequins? Nah. Cursed jewelry? <sighs> I'm just not feeling it today. Who knew that aliens and magic could become mundane and boring so quickly? No, 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 no. Oh, hey. Oh, hold on. Yes, I almost forgot about you. <clears throat> Report number 20231016 B360. Date, 19 October, 2023. Entity involved, Hagrin, Class B Extraterrestrial. Location, Colville, Washington. Issuing Observer, Observer Winston. Attending Field Agent, Agent Sean. Late on the night of October 15th, Observer Winston received a direct contract from Hagrin Commune located northwest of Colville. One of their number had apparently gone missing, and they wanted to have our help locating them before something happened, especially with their proximity to the city. Agent Zhang was sent out in the morning and was greeted by a small group of Hagrin outside of their base. The one named Sama seemed to be in charge, and they provided Zhang with a rundown of what had occurred. According to them, they had increased some of their guard routes after the incident in report number 20230825-B360. Holy crap, was that really just two months ago? It only seemed like yesterday, or maybe a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, they had increased security after the incident with the Varga in the aforementioned report. The Varga and the Hagrin have never really seen eye-to-eye, -eye or eye-to-eye -eye stalk. But they are more likely to simply avoid each other rather than take directly hostile actions, at least while on Earth. Ozma gave Zong a copy of the route that the guard, named Zareth, had been taking before he disappeared, as well as a short-range communicator in case our agent needed backup or otherwise contact the commune. They also admitted they had not done a great deal of investigation around the area of the disappearance. According to Ozma, the place, quote, stank wrong, unquote, and no one they had sent to investigate had been able to focus much. Zhang notes, at the time, this is most likely due to a defense mechanism, whether natural or manufactured, from whatever had kidnapped Zareth. Upon arrival at the location, Zhang made sure she had proper respiratory protection to attempt to combat whatever had made searching difficult for the Hagrin, and set about tracking. Over the next hour, she found no signs of any conflict or struggle. What she did find, however, was a very faint trail leading to the east. This would have been easy to miss, Zhang notes, as the other trails and paths were far more distinct, having been traveled by Hagrin guards 
countless times. Well, this one seemed to indicate that someone was at least attempting to move somewhat stealthily. Our agent easily followed the trail, which seemed to be moving in a very direct and unerring path. In fact, although the initial few yards indicated the creature was moving with care, after that point it seemed as if they stopped being cautious at all. The trail eventually led to a large clearing about 200 feet across, devoid of anything but a few lone trees. Zhang took a moment to mark the location of the clearing on her nav guide, as well as touch base with Ozma. They said there was nothing noteworthy in relation to the location, though they were aware of the existence. Zhang spent about an hour combing the outside of the clearing, looking for any sign Zareth having continued on after it. They located another set of tracks heading generally southward and followed them. These tracks, though seemingly from the same creatures before, were far less certain and direct, often doubling back on themselves, occasionally looping around, until they ended at the mouth of a deep cave sunk into a hill. After once again notifying Ozma and marking down location, Agent Zhang performed a quick scan and the reading showed a heat signature making short repeated movements further in. Zhang made visual confirmation that this was the missing guard, and they seemed to be pacing back and forth near the rear of the cave. They appeared mostly uninjured, save for a few scrapes and bruises that could easily have come from stumbling around in a forest. Our agent attempted to speak with them. Now, the Hagrin was unresponsive. Jean contacted the commune, and Asma arrived with two other Hagrin that had been with her before. It took three hours but eventually the three other Hagrin managed to talk Zareth out of whatever trance he was in. Zhang made recordings of the conversation, and our translators have confirmed that none of it was conspiratorial or problematic. Zareth still seemed not fully cognizant, so Zhang had Asma ask him the questions. From what Zareth could remember, he had been going about his guard duties, and during one of the circuits, he thought he saw something moving about in the woods. He thought at first it was simply a woodland animal, perhaps a squirrel or rabbit. He approached carefully and quietly, but what he found was not any creature from Earth. Instead, he claims to have seen a Varga fully armed for battle. The Varga had turned to run and Zareth followed after. The chase eventually led to a clearing where, according to Zareth, a full Varka assault squad was gearing up for an attack. Zareth then single-handedly defeated all of them. According to Zhang, Zareth seemed well enough at this point to actually begin acting out some of the more exciting parts of the story, mimicking shooting and punching and yelling. While Ozma's two assistants tended to Zareth, Zhang had a quick talk with Ozma. Neither of them seemed to believe Zara's story, but with him secured, the Hagrin were very willing to leave the rest of the investigation in NCRD hands. Post-encounter measures taken. Ozma assured us that Zareth will be kept closely monitored and we will be notified of any changes that occur. Since his recovery, Zareth's vitals have remained acceptable shown no irregularities except for whenever he attempts to remember the events of the encounter. According to the Hagrin, his memories of what he claims happened have begun to fade and blur, 
and trying to discern fact from fantasy in the time around it causes him significant distress. Zhang and a few of our field scientists returned to the clearing, performed an extensive and in-depth investigation of the area. Spent almost an entire day going over every inch of it, searching for any sign of a Vargan presence. The only thing that they could find were a series of molehills near the eastern edge. Now, I try to familiarize myself with all of our field agents, and I know for certain that Agent Zhang is one of the best, especially when it comes to tracking extraterrestrials. And if she says that there was nothing, I fully believe her. However, this report shares a lot of similarities to report number 20230825-B360. And... Given how close it is to that encounter. No heightened surveillance has been ordered. Both the Varga and the Hagrin are rather private people. And we, the NCRD, prefer to be respectful of those species that have set up stations on our planet. It's all about living in harmony, after all. Especially when we don't have any actual proof of there being any wrongdoing. Along those lines, the local Varga community was also contacted. They thanked us for notifying them and have assured us that they have not had anyone in that area for a very long time, especially not a fully armed and armored heavy assault unit. They have promised to keep us in the loop for any information they come across. They also mentioned there have been no further incidents along the lines of those that occurred in report number 20230825-B360, which, at least, is a little bit reassuring. I think it would be beneficial for everyone involved, regardless of how certain everyone seems to be that this is nothing to be concerned about, if we do keep an extra ear open on surrounding areas, just to see if there's an increase in encounters of any type that might be even slightly related to everything that's going on, whatever it is that's actually going on. This report was compiled by C.E. Alex Coster on the 19th of October, 2023, and submitted with digital, physical, and audio copies as required by standard NCRD procedures. Nope. Huh. Well, here we are. The Mara are a group of extraterrestrials that are said to have an insectoid appearance and exhibit violent and aggressive behaviors. There is no exact or universal description due to numerous reasons, partly because of the rarity of somebody who's encountered a Mara surviving, partly due to the extreme variety of appearances that have been noted even in single communities, and also partly due to the fact that Mara have advanced abilities that border on mind control. They are presumed carnivorous, though possibly also omnivorous, and they make their homes underground in cave systems they burrow out. That's it! The molehills! Okay, look, I know there's a saying about making things out of molehills, but I'm sure of this. Hello? Supervisor Forsyth? This is Alex. Uh, I know that Agent Burring got upset about me questioning his decisions, but I'm going to forward you another report. Let me know what you think. 
I'm going to attach my hypothesis and I think we have something here. Something could be super dangerous. Thanks. If this is what I think it is, if there actually is a mare infestation, we need to act fast before it's too late. Thank you for listening to Paradox X, a Black Lilac production, written and created by Adam Hansen. Today's episode was performed by Jason Stevens, with audio editing by K.V. Trosdell. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and rate on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast distributor of your choice. Visit us on Twitter at Black Lilac Prod. And if you like what we do and want to support us, Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash blacklilac.